The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you follow me on social media, my platforms at The Officer Tatum, The Officer Tatum. And I know you guys will be excited for me. I'm excited. I'm over 600,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm over a million subscribers on all of my social media combined. So thank you guys for supporting me on my social media as well as on this show. Let's get into COVID-19. Now, I feel like I'm one of the few voices on any network, whether it's radio, whether it's uh, Internet, that's keeping it 100. That's being authentic and honest, in my personal opinion, about what's going on in COVID-19. I'm going to start with this. I have had enough of COVID-19. COVID-19 has destroyed our country. And we hope to God that we can recover from this. And in my personal opinion, most of this has been a scam, scamming the American people, pushing an agenda and agendas in order for people to get political leverage. Let's just talk about Arizona. Let's just let's stick to Arizona. Forget the rest of the country. Let's talk about Arizona. We have 31,000 cases or around 31,000 cases of COVID-19 in the state of Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep saying this till I'm blue in the face. There's 7 million people that live here. 7 million. We got 30 about 32,000 cases. We got around 1100 deaths. Majority of the people who are succumbing to COVID-19 complications. And we don't even know if they even died from COVID-19 because they don't even have any uh, a level of verification that these individuals who are considered COVID deaths actually died from COVID instead of dying with COVID. So we don't really know the difference between the two. We don't know how uh, authentic these stats are. But just for the sake of argument, there's 1,100 people that have lost their lives out of 7 million people in this. Well, not 7 million. It's about 4 million that live in Maricopa County that live in uh, Phoenix, the Phoenix area. It's even less than 1,100 in Maricopa County, which is the biggest county with 4 million people. And most of the people who are affected by this are individuals who have pre-existing conditions and people who are elderly. Over two-thirds of the people who are dying from COVID-19 in the state of Arizona are in nursing homes. And then you add in reservations, and that's pretty much a majority of the people who are dying from COVID-19. Most people who live in the city, most people who are not in those demographics are not dying from COVID-19. It's a complete fraud that has been thrusted on our country. You got people walking around with masks on everywhere. You can't go to work. They're shutting down businesses. Everybody's concerned about COVID-19. And then these fools come out here rioting, looting. Some people who are protesting, which I think those are two different crowds. The protesters are out here and they're not social distancing. They're not doing anything. And our government has put us on extreme lockdown. But when people go out here to protest and loot, they, they don't have no restrictions. You look around the world, look around, the, not the world, but the country. And it should make your brain swell at the hypocrisy and stupidity from our leadership in our state and in the rest of the country. They have been beating us over the head. 
40, 50, 60 million people are unemployed, companies that's going to never recover, and all of you couldn't even go to a family member's funeral. I know people who have lost family members and they couldn't even go and organize a funeral because of COVID-19. If you find yourself in the hospital in life and death situ a situation, your family can't even come in there to see you. But what do they do in the spirit of complete hypocrisy? You have one man killed by a police officer. And they got they got three funerals broadcast on national television they have not condemned not one of these rallies a protest in the tunes of thousands and thousands of people not social distancing all around the country they have not condemned one of them not one of them i haven't heard anything they have not expressed concern that covid 19 is going to spread because these people are out here looting and protesting not one time have they have they drawn a concern but they will take you to jail if you want to open your nail salon, they will find you. If you had a business that, that, that was going to open up a restaurant, they will take your liquor license, destroy your livelihood when all you're trying to do is make a living for your family. But you can go out and protest and act, a, act like a nut. And everything's fine, because I think that the even the reasonable protest is fine. You got a constitutional right to do that. But they're not even criticizing them for social distancing. Not one time. Let's get into some more things in, in the state of Arizona that I think are very important. The people are now talking about the increase. Arizona is one of 12 states that have increased, that have increased in their uh, numbers. There are increased numbers that are going out. I don't want to hear Doug Ducey. I don't want to hear the health services director. I, I don't want to hear anybody saying anything about numbers increasing because I'm going to start losing respect for everybody. It is a no brainer that COVID cases are going to increase. It is a no brainer. Ladies and gentlemen, we were stuck in the house for two months. Of course, people are going to start getting COVID-19. Of course. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to just somehow disappear. Come on, man. People are going to get new cases. The question is, are people going to die from this stuff? And if you didn't care about the flu killing people, then why are you why are we acting as if this is the plague of the century? The flu has killed just as many people in our history. And I'm I'm tired of it, man. I'm I'm tired of it. I, I think I'm getting to the I'm getting to the breaking point. They do nothing but lie to us. They do nothing but deceive us. And, and, it, and it's, 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 it's gotten to the point where we need to start standing up and saying enough is enough, man. I don't want to hear nothing about COVID-19 when you don't care about these people protesting. I don't want to hear nothing about me shutting my business down when you're not even verifying that people even wearing masks anymore. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a freak show. Y'all really don't care. It's government control and tyranny by our government to a certain degree, in my personal opinion. We're going to talk about policing in America. We're going to talk about these lies and this BS about oppression of black people in this country. Coming up next, hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. What you want? What you want? 
Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you follow me on my social media platforms at The Officer Tatum, The Officer Tatum, and visit The Officer Tatum store where you get all your cool merch. Let's talk about policing in America. Let's talk about injustice. And let's talk about how ridiculously lame and how much of a sellout most people in America have become. ABC did a poll, did a study, conducted over three years, and the, the, the purpose of it is to show um, racial discrimination on behalf of police. And, and, and after you listen to what I say, you're going to realize how fraudulent these people are and, and, and how I believe it's a bigger picture in brainwashing America to be divided. Let me read you some of these statistics and then I'm going to explain to you what they're leaving out and why everybody's confused for no doggone reason. So in 2018, 800 police jurisdictions in the United States arrested five times as many black people than white people. In 250 of these jurisdictions, the number was a high, as high as 10 times more likely for black arrests. Now think about this for a minute. This is what they're not telling you. Did you know that black people make up 13% of the population in the United States of America? About 13, 12, 13%. Obviously, everybody's not participating in the Census Bureau, but the last time I've checked, it's about 13% of the population. The people who go to jail or get arrested or are of the criminal element in the black community, specifically, is mostly black males between the age of 16, 35, 40, right? If you look at the numbers, that's about, I don't know, I'd say conservatively about 4 to 7% of the black population. So about four to seven percent of the black population in the United States of America. Or four, four percent of the total population in the United States of America is five percent in comparison to 13 percent of the total number of black people. So about four to seven percent of our population in the United States of America composed of black males between the age of 16 and 35 and those in between who are probably committing crimes that don't fall in their age jurisdiction. Did you know that half of the murders committed in the United States of America are perpetuated by African-Americans? Did you know that over half of all violent crimes in the United States of America are perpetuated by black people in this country? So you're talking about the criminal element of the black community being three to seven percent. I mean, four to seven percent. And I'm, I'm giving a wide range. Commit. Half of the murders. So why is it so shocking that police officers are arresting to 10 times more black people? Because per capita, black people are committing crimes at astronomical numbers and compared to other racial demographics. Now, you can come up with your own excuse or explanation of why education system policies, obviously voting for Democrat for, I don't know, I don't know, since the 60s. And, 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 it's, and you got numbers like that. Are, are, Clearly, the policies that you're voting for ain't working for you. But 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 don't put out numbers and, and, and without context. Black people make up X amount of, of the prison population. It's, it's disproportionate amount of black people. Well, they commit disproportionate amount of crimes. You can't leave that stat out there. And the reason they leave it out there, because they want you to believe that this country is racist. When racist individuals in this country is a small minority, people that I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know any racist. I've never been exposed to a real racist. 
Now, if I was exposed to them and they didn't act on their racism, what's the point? What's the point of me caring if they're racist or not? You can anybody in this country can be racist. You don't have to like black people. That's fine. You have a right to like and not like who you want to. Now, when your actions begin to be prejudicial or, or, or your actions begin to be discriminatory, then you have a problem. But I don't care what you're thinking in your mind about me. As long as you don't hurt me, as long as you don't do something to discriminate against me. Other than that, I could care less. So all these white people out here who are racist that never do anything about it, who cares? Who the freak cares? I have never been racially profiled that I know of. I've never had a problem with a police officer that, that was based on my race. I, I've never been pulled over for no reason. Now, I didn't like being pulled over. I thought they should have pulled over another guy instead who was speeding as well as me. But that wasn't racially motivated. Now, are there people that deal with racial issues in this country? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they do. But does that mean every black person is dealing with racial issues in this country? No, it's, that's not true. So how then is it fair that you're going to tell me that I'm somehow I should be afraid of the police? Why are you projecting that on me as a black man? You're telling me I'm somehow oppressed. I'm so ha somehow under the thumb of the white man. How, how are you how are you coming up with this? And I've never dealt with that myself. Why are you projecting onto me just because of the color of my skin? It's asinine to me. The person who's producing this show that have been faithful, although I, I, my producer may or may not agree with everything I say, that's been faithful, that's been dedicated, that's been producing my show. We have no problems. He's white. I'm black. I don't have no problem with racism. I, I, I'm not. I didn't have a radio show for 100 years and I, I somehow applied for KTAR to say, please, could you please give me an opportunity? People saw the talent and ability that I had in my professionalism and they gave me a chance. Not one of these people that gave me a chance are black. These are white people giving me opportunities to be on the radio to talk to y'all today. Where's the racism, ladies and gentlemen? I worked on a police department for six and a half years. I was a spokesperson. I was on a SWAT team. I trained new officers how to become officers. I trained at the academy. Never experienced a racist cop. Not one time. Now, if in their subconscious, they're racist, that ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me. Never had a cop. And even on the department, I've never had any cop get fired or do anything that was racially motivated. Not one time. I was a spokesperson of the police department. I knew what internal affairs, the issues that they had with officers, many of which we had fired. Come on, man. It's, 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 it's brainwashing. Now they're coming out with these notifications and white people need to do better. I mean, that that is racist. If you ain't a racist white person, then why are you even participating in this stuff? You don't need to kowtow to me. You don't need to kiss my butt and tell me that, oh, you sorry, you have more privilege than me. You need to prove that you have more privilege than me. And I don't I can't just accept it just because you white and I'm black. That's the stupidest thing in the world that I've ever heard. Let's talk about Breonna, this Breonna Taylor law. There's a Breonna law. If you want to have a conversation about no knock warrants, then we need to have a conversation about no knock warrants where people were actually no knocked and they died in the process. No, Breonna Taylor's situation is advocacy for no knock warrants because if any of you guys listening have paid any attention to anything and have read anything you would know that brianna taylor's house which she had a warrant with her name on it her house and her car was on the warrant she was knee deep in the drug game with jamarcus glover who was the main suspect in this situation they conducted simultaneous warrants on her house and the trap house where jamarcus glover was at now Brianna Taylor's house, they had a no-knock exception, but they didn't use it. They knocked on her door, ended up killing her, ended up, one of the officers ended up getting shot, and he almost died. 
So they knocked on Breonna Taylor's house and people got shot and killed. They conducted a no-knock warrant on Jamarcus Glover's house, which they had guns, drugs, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff in the trap house, which if you don't know what a trap house is, is, is pretty much a drug house. And nobody got hurt, not even an injury. So in Breonna Taylor's case, the no-knock warrant that was conducted on Jamarcus Glover's trap house yielded no deaths, no injuries. The actual knock and announce warrant that was done on Breonna Taylor's house resulted in people getting killed. So you tell me when you would decide to use common sense, you tell me why in the world would you name a law after a girl who was a criminal and they didn't even know knock on her house? It's asinine, ladies and gentlemen. She was a crook. If she hadn't been killed, she'd be in prison right now. And we see the same thing with George Floyd. You can have two conversations about the same incident. George Floyd was a crook. He committed crimes. He was on methamphetamine and fentanyl. He resisted arrest at the, before he died. He was a crook. He shouldn't have no business doing what he was doing. Now, the police officer, he had no business, and I believe, he had no business doing the maneuver that he did and not rendering aid, not even trying to help out when the man was just dying right in front of him. That dude is a crook as well. Both of them are crooks. And the crescendo effect of two crooks coming together and one crook having a badge on and end up killing the other one is why we and everybody's in open arms. I, I'm so sick of it, man. I'm sick of it all. George Floyd was arrested and, and sent to jail nine times. He did a home invasion on a pregnant Hispanic woman and pistol whipped her. She looked like she got stung by bumblebees. She had knots all over her head. Pistol whipped her and put her at gunpoint. It, and then at the time of his death, does he deserve to die? No, nobody deserved. I mean, I'm not. Humans are not here to tell people who deserve to die or not. That's up to God. Your deserving to die ain't even in the law. There's no deserving to die statute. That's up to God. But if you put yourself in a position, use them fake money. Okay, now they call the police on you. You're high on methamphetamine and fentanyl. Now you, you're suspicious. You got phone coming out your mouth. Now you're incoherent. Then you resist arrest with the police officers. That leads you to the point where your, your head is under somebody's knee. That leads you to that point. And at that point, everything that the police officer did was legal at that point where your where your neck is under his knee. You done done. It's all your fault how you got there. Now, the police officer it's all his fault how you got from there to the graveyard. And, and what some of y'all don't realize, and I only got about a minute left, what some of y'all don't realize is that the, the knee maneuver that he that the officer used, which I would never use that was actually a policy that allowed police officers on that department to use that maneuver in, in situations that were not deadly force uses of force or deadly threat uses of force. I think it's stupid. I think it's caused people to end up getting killed. But here's the thing. The knee was the knee was a, a department policy. And also there's an autopsy that said that the knee did not cause his death. There's also an autopsy that said that it was. When they get into the court of law, you're going to figure out which one is right. But you can't just be railing and not telling the truth across the board. I want to continue to talk about race relations in this country in the next segment. 
Make sure you stay tuned. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show, KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Are you following me on social media? If you're not following me on my social media platforms, you're making a huge mistake. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. Let's get back into the conversation about race relations in America. I, Like I said before in the last segment, I spoke about George Floyd and all of the above. Okay, I get it. I don't even think that situation was racially motivated. I think it was a cop who was acting inappropriately, a suspect who was acting inappropriately. The cop has a right to render aid. He did not. He deserves to be charged with the death of George Floyd. Now, his conviction is up to the court and 12 of his peers. But as far as charging, he got exactly what he, he got exactly what he deserved. He should be charged. As a former police officer, I believe he should be charged. And in a court of law, I, I'm going to support any verdict that come through. It just is what it is. I trust the justice system. But let's talk about race relations in America. We have now seen some of the most racist rhetoric that I have ever seen in my lifestyle. I mean, in my lifetime coming from black people and also white people who want to be woke, who, who think they up to state, they, they own to something. You're not woke. You're creating more racism because if you're white and you don't want to support Black Lives Matter, somehow you're a racist. Somehow you 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 don't you don't care about the pain of the black community, man, unless you were a slave owner and you were and you were dealing with a slave. There's no reason for two people to be coming together that had nothing to do with the 400 years of oppression, they claim to be having a negative conversation with one another. Ninety, probably 90 percent of people in America do not have and, and I'm saying authentic. I'm not talking about somebody's perceived oppression or perceived racism. I'm talking about real authentic racism. I bet you 90 percent of people in America have never dealt with real racism and real oppression. Majority of this stuff is perceived. I have people co- contact me all the time and they say, Brandon, uh, uh, I was at one of my friends said, hey, I was at a gym and I'm he does personal training. Now, this dude is. Probably about six foot, 240 pounds of pure muscle. So he looks like a bodybuilder. So he he was tr- doing some personal training. Somebody called in on him. It was it happened to be a white lady. Now, mind you, he has enough economic success that he lives in Scottsdale in a nice apartment complex with all of these white people. But anyway, the white person calls in on him and say, hey, that's against the policy for you to be training. Right. He claims that he wasn't training, but it was perceived that he was training. So the manager said, hey, you can't do that. This is the law on the books. I don't think nothing wrong with it. Whether she white, black or green, if you're violating the policy, you're violating the policy. Now, he had mentioned that there was another young lady that came that started doing the same training, but she wasn't harassed. Now, there's a lot of factors that he's leaving out. Is the same lady that called on you the same lady that observed her? Did they change the policy? Could it have been because of your your sexuality, not sexuality, but your sex and not your race? I mean, there's a whole bunch of different factors here. Did you talk to anybody about it or are you just perceiving in your mind? And what I've gathered from it was that it was a perception in his mind. And what happened was the, the manager changed the policy that people can now train. Was it because of race? Who knows? 
People are guessing and assuming without even knowing. So therefore, you're projecting racism in situations and you're counting them as oppressed situations and they may be not. He also mentioned that it was a white lady initially that wouldn't get on the elevator with him at first and then eventually she started riding on the elevator with him. In his mind, it's because of his race. Could it be his race? It could be. Maybe not. In my mind, the first thing came to my mind is that a, a woman is getting in the elevator with a bodybuilder. You know, I, I think that that's, that could be intimidating as well. It's not just because you're black, you know, and those things in our society has come to a head and it's inappropriate for people to keep pushing it. A white person don't have to support Black Lives Matter. They didn't have to. And it doesn't mean you're a racist if you don't. White people don't have to talk about accepting white privilege. There's a lot of white people that have no privilege. Born in a poor family. They had to work their whole life to get where they want to get. They don't have white privilege. You can't force them to say, yeah, I acknowledge that I'm better than black people. I'm acknowledging that my father was discriminating against black people. That, that's how do you prove that? I know a lot of people, white people that own companies and corporations that are not racist people. They would never hire a racist person. But yet they're supposed to admit to white privilege. As if they're exercising their white privilege over other black people, over our minorities. It's shameful, man. It's shameful. It's absolutely shameful. And now we see people coming out and saying, you need to support black businesses. You need to do this. You need to do that. That's not America, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody should be treated fairly. Everybody. You should support white owned businesses and black owned businesses and Asian owned businesses and Hispanic owned businesses. You don't just pick black people because it's trendy right now. How is that fair to the white person who came from nothing? grew up in a trailer home and, and, and had to work every day of their life to make, make a living, saved up their money for 15 years and started a business. And then you have a black person like me who I, I ain't saved up no money to start no businesses. I was a, I was a football player at the university of Arizona. I became a police officer. I made a video on the internet and it had 70 million views. And now my equity, my representation is much more advanced than a person who had to start from scratch, but I'm supposed to get my business uh, uh, highlighted, but the person who worked hard can't even get a shout out. It makes no sense to me, man. Martin Luther King, and I'm going to make two points here, and then I'm going to move to the next subject. Maybe, maybe not. But Martin Luther King said he had a dream that we would perceive people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. The content of their character. What does that mean? That means white people deserve the same content of character argument as well. You can't just say a white person has privilege and you need to look at the content of their character and look at where they come from. You don't know where they come from. How are you going to project that on them just because they're white? Same thing with black people. Just because you had dreads don't make you a thug. People should evaluate. Well, who are you? What is the content of your character? OK, if you rob in convenience stores, then, hey, you're a thug. But if you are not, you graduate from Princeton. You know, you got prestigious education. Why, why would anybody think you are, that you're a criminal? But you won't know that just looking at somebody. You have to get to know them and figure out what their character is before you make a judgment call. And in our society, we have now gone away from that. We are now telling people to go off a of race alone. Go off a of race. I've never, like I said, I've never been around racist white people. Never in my life. And I've lived... I've been, a, I don't know, 26 states. I grew up in Texas. Some people consider that the South. 
I went to college with all white people. I've never been discriminated against. I've never had a teacher do anything negative to me. If you want to be honest, my teachers bent over backwards for me because I was an athlete. They bent over backwards. One of them teachers, he would give you the benefit of the doubt if you were an athlete. If you were an athlete and you did good work, you'll get a great grade. The regular students, if they did good work, they'll get a good grade. He got, he ended up getting in trouble for it, but he was showing favoritism to the black athletes and he was white. And I, I never forget my science teacher. He had one eye, like one of his eyes was messed up. Every time I come into the class, he acknowledged who I was. He made jokes. He was, he was happy and friendly with me. He didn't do that to any of these other students, straight A students. I'd come in school. I'd be coming to class late. He's still joking with me, having a good time. White man. Where's the discrimination? A lot of this oppression and discrimination starts in the mind, man. It starts in the mind. And you ask me, how do I know? Because I grew up with the mentality of white supremacy and all this other stuff. I grew up with that. And after I got saved, after I got, you know, uh, uh, my, my mind right, I realized that, eh, eh, I'm not generalizing nobody. I'm not generalizing anybody. And people are lying on the police saying that the police are just out here hurting black people just for the heck of it. Not even accounting for the fact that black people commit way more crimes than anybody else in this country. And I'll tell you this. Name me a place like Chicago that's all white. Somebody. Anybody listening? Name me a place like Chicago that's all white. Name me a white place where all white people live that you got 82 shootings in one weekend and 25 homicides. Pick, pick a place in the country. Matter of fact, put a whole bunch of places together. Can you find a place that have now already accumulated 191 homicides? Have you, have you been able to do that? You, you don't. And I'm not saying that it's preconditioned in black DNA. It's culture that nobody wants to talk about. It's culture. What do you listen to? What do you, are your fa is your father at home? Do you value family? Do you value getting a, getting a job? Do you value drug dealing? What is your values? And in many of these inner cities in America, uh, inner city black communities in America, they don't value most of that stuff they do not value. That's why African immigrants who are black as well come to America and do far better than African Americans. We'll continue to talk about this in the next segment because I'm passionate about it and I think you need to hear from me. Make sure you hold the phone. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show. I'll be back after the break. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you follow me on social media at the Officer Tatum, the Officer Tatum. I'm telling you, man, my social media is blowing up. I have gotten over two, three hundred thousand new subscribers just in two weeks. I'm over a hundred thousand subscribers in just under two weeks on my YouTube channel. My stuff is fire. Uh, I make videos every single day. Um, so if you can't wait to hear from B Tatum in between Saturday to Saturday, then uh, check out my social media. Let's get back into the talk about race relations in America. Um, our politicians and our media is literally destroying America. That's where it's coming from, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the average everyday person, are, we're not racist and we get along just fine. And nobody likes racist people. Nobody. I, nobody. I can't find anybody. 
I, I would never find a person that say, I like racist people, whether they black, white or Hispanic or Asian. Nobody likes racist people. So how in a society where where racism is not accepted, that somehow people think racism is rampant? It, it's, it's crazy to me. It, it's, it's all a facade, in my personal opinion, because they take one or two isolated situations out of millions of interactions, billions of interactions between mixed race individuals on a day to day basis. And they go, oh, this is the this is the sum of all relations in America. One white man says something to one black man. And the funny thing is, it's only white against black. They don't talk about black against white. Did you know that black people kill twice as many white people as white people kill black people? Do you know that police officers are 19 times more likely to be killed by a black man than a black man to be killed by a police officer? Uh, see, when you know those stats, it'll help you open your mind to reality and say, you guys are pushing an agenda that we don't want to accept. We don't need to accept this. You guys are pushing us down a rabbit hole. Let me talk about defunding the police real quick, because I think it's important. I'm a former police officer and I want to tell you this and I want everybody in the valley to hear this. If your politicians even mention out of their mouth to defund the police, they are. A, I ain't going to say that word on the radio. They are not worthy of their position. If you are that dumb. To say you're going to defund the police department as if that's going to make the police department and police relations and your community safer. I don't know what other words to use for you. What are you going to defund? The pension system, which you can't do that. What are you going to defund? Child sex crime division, elder abuse division, Internet crime division, domestic violence division, aggravated assault division. What, what, what division are you going to are you going to take money from? Oh, you don't want officers to have adequate vehicles that they can drive around and drive all over the whole city, answering calls of service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, they don't need vehicles. You're going to take from the vehicle fund. Let me tell you how, how ignorant these people are. Do you know how much it costs just to do body worn cameras? That's one of the things y'all can uh, defund is body worn cameras, because the more body worn camera footage that you have, it don't just it don't just save on a device like an iPhone. You have to upload 10 hours of footage, just about for 3000 officers, 24 hours a day, seven days a week of work. And then they got to go to a cloud where they charge tens of millions of dollars to save that material on a cloud. And the, the body worn cameras themselves, the dock, the charging stations, all that costs millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. This is the this is the this is the effect that's going to happen to some of the clownish people who do policies. Is that at some point. You are not going to have a police department that's adequate and people are not going to be safe. And when people aren't safe, the community value goes down. People are getting killed. People are afraid. Commerce doesn't come into the community. And you claim you want to help minority communities by defunding police. You're going to hurt them because as soon as they get one of them get raped, who's going to respond to that call? Are they going to be able to come to the call? Are you going to have enough police officers to answer all the calls of service in the city, especially in the minority community that probably needs them the most? What happened when a person is drunk, drinking and driving, coming from a bar, going 60 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour school zone? What are you going to do then? You don't have enough police officers to patrol. They're going to be running kids over and killing them all the time. What about that lunatic that claims he's an incel that wants to go and, and shoot up a place? Yo, you don't have you don't have the uh, counter terrorist division. You, you don't have that division anymore. 
So and you don't have a SWAT team either. So if he show up with an AR-15, your, your random cops ain't going to be able to do much for him, especially if it's multiple. Y'all counting on one guy doing it. What if five of them, what if five of these incels decide to go out and do something stupid and your police officers don't have rifles, they don't have armored vehicles, they don't have proper training, they have been defunded. And you're going to have incels taking over your city. Look at what happened in Seattle. The, the, the mayor, the police chief should go to prison for what they're doing in Seattle. You letting people take over the city. Then they so ignorant that the people taking over the city claiming to be the new police department is committing police brutality against each other because they the, the dude in charge is beating his beating his own cops. Come on, man. I got to tell it like it is. I can't do it no other way. If you want to have a conversation about improving the police department, you probably need to spend more money on the police department. If you're talking about defunding the police department, you're not having a serious conversation. Especially Black Lives Matter. I heard them on one of the shows on KTR or at least one of the sound bites. The most ignorant statements I've ever heard in my life coming from any human being is that we don't need the police department. That I don't understand. We don't need the police department. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I got a minute left. If you think that we don't need the police department, you need to think twice. You have never done a ride along. You don't know what's going on in America if you think we do not need the police department. There are bad people out here, evil people in this world, and they're waiting to kick in your front door and rape you and rob you. They're waiting. But because of the police, they either won't do it or we've arrested them before they can do it. Without the police, you might as well kiss your family goodbye. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show. I'm out of time. I'll catch you next week. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.